Hey everyone, welcome back again to another exciting episode of the Iconist Podcast. Iconist! I love saying that Iconis. intro that way now. That's, I, I feel like a radio announcer. Hi. <laughs> you know, this is, this is Dr. Johnny Fever. Yeah, if you know, you know. Rest in peace. Um, so. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> nice, nice. You see me? Mike. <laughs> Chilling up my, my screen, I had to knock out for that one. You know, you know it's like we're playing dominoes. So, <laughs> as I said, thank you everyone for tuning back again with another mm-hmm. episode of the Connest Podcast. I am one of your hosts here and so happy to be back another week in the, in the seat. I am Barry3D for Deep Dark Delicious. Hey! hey. And my co-host on my side, as always, my friend, my cousin, man, and, and my, my compadre, the one and only... Thank you, sir. DJ Rod C. Let's go, people. Let's do it. <laughs> DJ Rod C. And mm-hmm. we're back again. So hopefully everyone's enjoying everything that we've been doing so far up to date. We've got a good number of episodes up there. We we, we just had our our, 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 our lovers episode uh, with all the couples that just went by that two parted. So we gave you a bonus episode in the week. Hope you appreciated it. Yeah. You know, and always, we're looking Woo-hoo. for comments. Any comments or feedback you have to say? Adam, shoot them over. We reply real quick and, and love to engage the fans and anyone that has an interest of any of the characters, if not all the ones we've talked about so far, and always Definitely. look for suggestions. So if you have one that we haven't talked about yet, or you want to revisit one we've spoken about before and ask a different question, feel free. You know? Feel the vibe. Let us know. Tell us what you want to talk about, and we'll have a discussion about discussion. it. Absolutely. You can find us on all our social media links, right? So you can send, send, shoot that question over on our uh, Twitter page, Instagram, YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Mm-hmm. And, and let me do this. I'm going to do, let's rally the troops. We are trying to get more people to subscribe. That's right. We're trying to get more people to subscribe to our YouTube channel to bring those numbers up. So if you're able to just turn around and click subscribe, hit the notification, you know, or even just subscribe to bring the numbers up so we can change the name on that and get it instead of not a number. I'm a man, not a number. Uh, that would be yeah. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Old school show, The Prisoner. You got to love it. Uh, so that that is that. And, you know. Before we jump into the episode, as always, and I'm going to try to make this as short as sweet as possible. <laughs> I know we do, I do it long. I know I do it long. So here we go. Our round of shoutouts, because, you know, got to show love to the people off the top that are showing less love. Definitely. And that's the proper way to do it. You know, Mama raised this right. So first and mm-hmm. foremost, if you need a good laugh, click onto my other page that I'm a part of. It's called A Touch of Grey Comedy. That's uh, myself, Barry 3D, with Thomas Patrice, Zolfali, mm-hmm. and the man who put it together. Thank you so much, Dave Sakalowski. Dave Sakalowski. Right? Yeah. Oh, you know, so that's a touch of great comedy. You can find the links to everything I'm going to say here at the very end of this uh, and, and down below. So if you jump over, show some love. We are the Canadian version, as I said, of the Plastic Cup Boys or Blue Collar Comedy. We are serious. We are funny. We are goofy. We'll make you laugh. We'll make you cry. We'll make you think. Until we are doing our shows live, we have our first live show coming up March 4th out in Jarvis, Ontario. So very forward looking to that. And we do a lot of fundraisers. So we we make you laugh to give back. And it's a feel good for everybody all the way around. Second of all, uh, another shout out to uh, uh, one of my buddies. uh, Goes by Jimmy English, stand-up comedian. He does a show, Back to the Balcony. Jimmy! Back to the Balcony. Look for the microphone on the red background. Talk about all movies with a series of guests. I've been blessed to be on that show multiple times. 
and looking forward nice. to be on there again. Last one I talked about was Excalibur from 1981. Mm. I love that movie. See what Jimmy thought about it. Tell him you found it on this, you know. Um, so that's two. Uh, another person is a singer, my boy, Wayne Tennant. He's got his, his, his album out there. Um, was it Curfew Flowers? If I got the name right, Curfew Flowers. And he's got this new yeah, album. Out. Yeah, it's got a couple of tracks on there. I told him my one is Vapors. Take a listen. It's on Spotify. Let me know what you think. Let him know mm-hmm. what you think and let him know you heard it Hello. here on the Iconic nice. Podcast. You know, uh, we're shouting him out. Then places to go. If you need your books and you're looking for comic books and, and, and figures mm-hmm. or any kind of board games and you want to get those Dungeons and Dragons, um, you know, add-ons, rule books, mm-hmm. then if you're in Montreal, go to Checks Wings, you know, sports and comics. Just off of Tasho Boulevard, look at my boy Trevor. Um, Trevor will hook you up. Tell him you saw it on nice. the Iconist podcast, heard it on the Iconist mm-hmm. podcast, depending how you're uh, watching this medium or listening to it. Greatly appreciate it. And for our friends, our friends over here in Ontario, we didn't forget you. Head all the way out to Ki- uh, Kitchener. Kitchener, Ontario. Maybe a bit of a drive, but so <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Two floors, half a million books on site, from new to old. Great prices, statues, mm-hmm. any other kind of memorabilia you can find there. Look for Wes. Look for Ramon. Tell them that you heard about it on the Iconist podcast. Take a run out there. When I'm out that way, you'll definitely see me on the show, out there getting my books usually on a Saturday. I do the drive. So that is that. And the man that makes us look so pretty. Boom. Who are we talking <laughs> about, Rod? Jay Bird. Jay Bird Digital Arts. Jay Bird Digital Arts. If you need any kind of thing done for your media, you know, you're trying to start something like we're doing. Uh, you have mm. you posters done. Jaybird's got you covered. You need a logo. You need templates. You, anything you need in a graphic design world. Jaybird Digital Arts. He, he works fast. Mm-hmm. Work is great. And he works at a very reasonable price. Tell him that, you know, you heard about him on the Iconist podcast. He does a lot of work for here and other channels that I'm a part of. And in other comedians and people I know, even down in the States. So he's done a lot of work. Check him out. Everything's at the end. Myself, you can find all everything I spoke about, all my links, including this one, on my personal website, Barry3D.com. Not Barry with an E, Barry. B-A-R-R-Y. 3D.com. And Rod, where can we find you? people no <laughs> no literally you can find me on instagram you can find me on instagram at instagram at mr rod c m-r-r-o-d-c or you can definitely find me on twitch twitch.tv forward slash dj rod c find me pass through holler at me when you come through just let me know you know hey i found you i, I found you from i kind of Give me a shout out. I'll shout you back. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the follow. That's what we put together. Come on down. I'll play a whole bunch of different type of music. Wait, you know, everyone has a good time. So let's, you know, let's have a party. It's nothing but a party, y'all. Nothing but a party. <laughs> nothing but a party. And it's beautiful yeah. because he does that and he breaks up your week. Because I know, Rod, you're on there on Wednesdays, right? I'm there on Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find me. Come find Come check me out. Uh, got a couple of other pops up in between, but you definitely find me on that. Follow me on Instagram. You'll know what I'm playing, other different raids, and, you know, a lot of different fun. So let's go. Come on.
Let's do this. And as you've seen in the beginning of this episode, now it's time for us to get to work. Thank you for listening to all our shoutouts, and please show those people some love. And now we're going to get to work. Uh, work, <clears throat> baby. Work. Sorry, getting back to my big daddy cane. If you know, you know. Right on. <laughs> we are talking about Captain Marvel. <laughs> no. uh, uh, aside, segue, segue. You don't even understand. Back to me with playing with Twitch and everything like that. I gotta do. I gotta do an event in a couple of weeks, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna do some old school type of renditions. Found some songs that what originally was, and be into that. And I'm like, I know this song. I know this beat. Yeah. Trust me, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And I definitely came across a couple of Canes, Eric B ones. So I'll be like, oh yeah, these are original. And you know, oh. yeah, Buster yeah. Ryan. Oh. Anyway, we'll get to that. Follow yes. me. Find me out. Find me out. Oh, a sideway. I just yeah. segue. Stick the sideway. Uh, yeah, I just played uh, Saturday Night Love uh, this past Saturday. I'd like to say, shout out to Barry. Just letting you know. So at least you can hear the documentation. All right. All right. As you were saying. All heard it. I wasn't there. I missed it. I'm still trying to get my stuff up and going. So I will be. Oh, no. So, please. I ain't worried about that. I know. You know. The day I'm there, you know I'm there. I'm like, hey. Oh, I know. Yeah. Hey. Got to play this song, everybody. Stop. Stop yep. what you're doing. We're Stop about to ruin. what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. Oh! <laughs> Let me tell you. So first of all, we can clearly tell by all the episodes, mm. if you haven't known by now, we are some hip-hop heads. We are some R&B brothers. We are, are some funkadelic funkamaniacs. This, this yeah. is what we are. Right? It's, it's we are. in the blood. It's born and raised. You know what I mean? Don't let... Uh, this is, I know we haven't started yet. So... Rod's a DJ. Clearly, we know that. I do comedy. Mm. But for comedy, though, I was a hip-hop dancer, and hip-hop's still in my soul. Soul deep! I was on the dance floor. I don't care what age I'm at, right? I still go by yeah. king of the dance floor. If you can outlast me, outdo mm. me, I get that, you a handshake. You're going to have to work, though. Don't let the glasses work. fool you. No, you'll be working. You'll be working, no, people. I'll tell you that right now. You'll be working, people. Just telling you that right now. Get your energy up. Just gonna say. Anyway, just sure. gonna say. Just gonna say. Red Bull was fashioned after me. She <laughs> gave you wings. Let's go. Come on now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, you don't know. Look up some old school stuff on my YouTube page. Right on. So here we go. We are talking about Captain Marvel in the DC. It's uh-huh. DC. Whoop. Captain Marvel in the Marvel Universe. Wow. I, you know what happened? I was wearing a DC shirt. If you're wearing Marvel, I'm wearing a DC shirt today. And I just, I, yeah, okay. Turn it down, Barry. Yeah, it's um, all right. I'm talking about Captain Marvel in mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe. Universe. Sorry. Uh, I caught myself on that one. And we're going to take it back. So I know there's multiple Captain Marvels that we can talk about in Marvel Universe, right? And we're not talking about the Kree Warriors. We're not talking about Captain Marvel. We're not talking about Miss Marvel. Uh, we're talking about Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau. And this is in honor of us wrapping up Black History yes. Month. There you go. Right? Mm-hmm. I know she's already been cast. I like who's been playing her. Um, yes. And hoping for more. And just going to give you, in, we're going to enrich you your, your history. Story. Got it. Right. Let's start riching people. Let's do it, man. How are we right enriching on. people? Right Let's on. do it. Let's do it. So this character was created, you know, uh, and she's gone by different names. And, and we'll touch a bit on the Marvel mm-hmm. MCU and we will talk Ooh. about the, the Marvel comic books and how she was uh, portrayed. But let's get back to the creation. Every character has to have page one. And on page one, nice. this character was created back in 1982. 
of October. Your first appearance was The Amazing Spider-Man issue number, sorry, Amazing Spider-Man annual number 16. So if you don't have that right now in your collection, I think you should go out and pick up that issue. Just, just one, visit a comic book store to pick up that issue because we're not sure what's going to happen with this character in the future. And depending on the interest, value might go up. You never know. Everyone's always wanting their first appearance. This is a first appearance to get, right? The character is created by uh, Roger Stern, Roger Stern, and John Rometa Jr. Now, that's, that's history right there because John Rometa Jr. has been around for many years in the Marvel Universe and he's done some DC work as a great artist, worked on pretty much majority of all characters or drew with them at one point. And even then, his dad, John Rometa Sr., Senior, has been yeah. in history for forever. So those two, that, that's, 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 that's comic book royalty. Indeed. Keep going, keep going. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. Keep going. I'll jump All right in. on, right on. So this character, um, she made her debut, and it's funny because when she made her debut, she, she's no slouch. I, I'm, we're going with the comic book history right now. Hmm. Yeah. Not the MCU one, and nothing else, anything wrong with that. Just that's where our source material is for this. Source material. Material. <laughs> right? And she made her debut in this book, and she was a uh, police officer down in New Orleans working around the harbors came across uh, a certain case. So you had this one particular scientist and he was working with another scientist, ended up making this device. And his partner seemed like he wanted to use it as a weapon. So, you know, the the original, one of the, the creators turned around and said, no, I, I don't want that to happen. Uh, we got to stop him. Don't want him to use it as a weapon. I want to use it to benefit mankind. You know, mm-hmm. we got the yin yang within, within that. And he went around trying to, find people to believe him about this device to help him stop it and but no one was really believing him until he came across monica so when he came across monica and started talking they came up with a plan to you know get some more information see what she can do to help out and and, and, and this is what i gotta say about monica so she she's gutsy <laughs> she's skilled pre-powers no she never wanted to be a superhero and this device was being held on a uh, old oil platform, an offshore, you know, oil digging platform. And they got on a boat and they came, went over there on boat. And her plan was to sneak in was she hid the doctor away on the boat. She got close by. And then she was just wearing a tinsy, wincy, you know, yellow polka dot bikini. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't polka dot, but it was tinsy, wincy. Let me tell you that. You know, she was wearing a bikini and her plan was to distract the guys with her beauty. So you know she's a knockout. <laughs> you know she's a knockout. And she got curves. And, and sure enough, that's what she did. She, she kind of got there and was like, oh, kind of played the damsel in, damsel in distress. That was the role, role she was playing. Right. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and made her way onto the, that platform. The other scientists saw her try to, you know, wine and dine her, so to speak. You know, she's playing that role. Then the other guy snuck on board. You know, trying to destroy the machine, but he got caught. And then, you know, the evil scientist, like usual, finds out that, <laughs> yeah, exactly, finds out that, oh, wait a minute, you guys are probably working together. I'm going to charge the machine and ca- destroy part of the, the coastline. And Monica's like, no, you can't do that. Broke away and started physically punching the machine, you know, to destroy it. But then, of mm-hmm. course, in a blinding flash of light. <laughs> Yeah, that shout out to my boy Dave Roden, who, when we used to play Dungeons and Dragons. Anytime that we got a little bit too over top, 
you know, rambunctious <laughs> playing D&D, he would say, there was a blinding flash of light. We're like, oh, no. <laughs> Either a monster that was way too tough that we couldn't fight would show up, or we would get teleported somewhere. And we're like, oh, okay, we're pretty much screwed. <laughs> Just so you know. And yep. continue. Yeah, you know, we talked about that blinding flash of light scenario. <laughs> there was a blinding flash of light. He's rolling dice, rolling dice, and he'll stop and just a, there was a blinding flash of light. No! Shout out to Dave. Thanks, Dave. Traumatized by the blinding flash of light. If a light bulb flickers, I get nervous. <laughs> and she turned around and, and goes through that. So she was actually the second Captain Marvel, right? Because the other mm. one, you know, that Carol Denvers at the time was Miss Marvel. So she goes through, destroys the machine, blinding flash of light, explosion. Next thing you know, boom. She looks around. She she's 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 at the dock. Like dressed in her bikini with her shawl over at the dock. Middle of the night. I have no clue. She was just on an oil rig. She has no she knows that she's gotta get back there. So she's banging on doors, banging on doors, trying to open a door to get in somewhere. And and then finally she's you know, she's banging on one door, the door is locked. She's like, I really need to get in. Boom. She's inside. Hmm. How'd she get there? No clue. So she's now coming to realize that something funky is happening and uh, getting aggressive. Maybe she's got some type of teleportation power. She's not sure at this point, right. but she knows she's got to go back. So she's calling like, you know, the police to kind of go out there and help, but she's got to get back out there and help the, the, the original scientist that brought her out there and is trying to figure all this out. So, you know, uh, she turns around and she's in this big warehouse and there's like multiple racks of clothes and she's just grabbing anything off the rack and she's mismatching right because in there were all the clothes for new orleans uh, mardi gras it was like a mardi right. gras costume store so right. she grabbed a white top she grabbed some black tights she found some matching white boots she saw these gloves she didn't like the gloves so so she got that and that's how she got her costume together so her costume was, was, a, a, was a mismatch yep <laughs> exactly that of a new orleans costume from a costume shop and she's got outside and realized, okay, something's going on. So if I imagine that I have to go a place, maybe I can get there. And then she right. concentrated to get back to the oil rig. And that's how she got there. And she realized that it wasn't that she was teleporting. It's that she would turn her body into like a spectrum of light and travel there. And she traveled so fast. It seemed like she teleported to herself. And, and that's how she got to get there, you know, capture uh, the, the the others, uh, you know, and then she went to help that captain, and 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 during this whole fight, you know, um, and I can't remember that that, that the evil scientist's name for now. You know me names, right? <laughs> uh, you know, he turns around and he pulls out a gun and he goes to shoot at her. Uh, sorry, shoot at his 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 let's say coworker, his ex, you know, uh, scientist. And when Monica's falling backwards. A portal opens up. She's falling into this portal. She starts absorbing the energy from this portal. She falls into it, but then she imagines herself trying to stop the bullet. So, like a, a, a hand of like solid light comes out and stops the bullet from the guy from getting shot, or you know, goes through. So that that is pretty much it. And she's you know does her best to save him, but then she's got all this negative energy in her that anytime she gets to a certain level of it. It, it, she's going to explode. She knows she's going to explode. She can't control it. I mean, she's brand new to this whole thing. Uh, um, 
and, and it's just trying to figure out, okay, what should I do next? What can I do next? How can I control this? She realizes what's happening with her powers, you know, and, and comes up with uh, an idea of who to see, where to go, who to talk to, and, and she takes off. So this is totally different than the MCU origin. Similars, mm-hmm. they, they, they kind of tied it together, but it has its differences. Right? We know the MCU one, it was her first real appearance was in the Scarlet Scarlet uh oh, one one division. One division. One division. Yeah. That's where they tied her in. That's where they she tied her energy in. Um and they dealt with it. And I like how they did it in MCU. I, I like yeah. how they brought her in. And and you know, I'll touch on that in a second. So this is her origin and how she pretty much started. And then she came up with a plan of saying, Well, I need to see someone that can help me maybe control my powers, help me learn to use them. Aha. Where'd it go? New York. Why? Because every human hero is in New York. Plus, there's also a gentleman by the name of Reed Richards. Reed. Let's, let's find let's find the Fantastic Four. I'll go right. from there. Right? So she goes over, flies over to find uh, the Fantastic Four, is specifically looking for Reed Richards. She gets there. The Baxter building is being rebuilt from a last attack by Tarax the Terrible, the, the Herald of Galactus. Nobody's there except for Ben Grimm, you know? Mm. She starts talking to Ben about what could happen. Oh, sorry. Let me, let me backtrack for half a second. This is a funny encounter. <laughs> so um, I, I almost overlooked uh, this encounter, of course, because it was an amazing Spider-Man. So when all this breaks down, right, it's Peter Parker. So he's not Spider-Man. Peter Parker's in New Orleans to do some photography stuff. And he sees Monica Rambeau walking the distance. And she's wearing street clothes. And she's walking down there. And he's like, oh, she's good looking. She, she's really good looking. But she's kind of walking in a dangerous part of town. I think I should follow her to make to sure her. she's okay. Oh, Pietro. Oh, Pietro. I got theories. Let's hear, Let's hear some theories. Peter like them cakes. I guess he likes cakes. You know, like them he, cakes. He, he, he's up in New Orleans. He like, you know, that, that, that French draw, that, that nice French cuisine cakes. Yeah. Oh, yep. like that. yep, that's it. Like, like, like that comedian like, that does all those things there, Big Jaw. Peter mm. wanted them yams. <laughs> Let's I wasn't be ready real. for that. If you're talking about a queen walking down looking pretty, and we see the actress playing her now, and, and, and when they draw her, they draw her a little bit hippie. So, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying now we get some representation. Peter's liked what he saw. Peter wanted to watch her walk, right? He didn't want her to walk from the front. He, he, he says, face is pretty, but Peter said, let me walk. And he wanted to enjoy the view. So uh, Peter, either Peter Parker had some stalkerish issues, or Peter, <laughs> as a young man, wanted to see the yams. Oh, Pietro. Oh, Pietro. Yam hunter extraordinaire. Yeah, oh, he, right? boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's look at Peter's dating history, man. Black cat, she worked out. Tone, she better have some yams. Uh, the way they drew her, they drew her some yams, man. She she had some she had some cakes. Um, you know, MJ, depending who draws her, she got some cakes. Hilarious. So, <laughs> Peter Peter is a booty man. Wow. And there there we are. We've now distinguished that uh, Spider Man is a okay. Yeah. Well, we, we'll come back on that. We'll come Peter back on that. Was following her just to make sure she was safe, and he said it very tongue in cheek wise. 
And if you're watching a girl walk, right, he liked the hell the hips were swaying. Let me tell you something. He uh, likes big butts and he cannot lie. No uh, problem. Peter Parker liked them yams. All right. Mental note. Peter Parker is a yam. He likes yams. Got it. Next. Okay. Jokes. So Jokes. Walking, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I read the issue. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't. That's what I'm saying. Next. As we move on. So Peter's watching her following her down. You know, these two guys go up. They snatch her purse. Take off running. They don't know she's a cop. Peter doesn't know she has powers. Foolish <laughs> mortals. Always going on. He doesn't understand why mm-hmm. his spider sense is going off all the time. When he, he's looking at her because he doesn't mm-hmm. see the danger. The danger is he's getting ready to explode. Right? She's hitting those levels. So she chases these two guys down in the alley and she gives them the comeuppets. She beats them down without powers. Remember, she's a trained, she's a trained, you know, she's an officer of the law, been trained in how self-defense, and had to take care of herself on the streets. So, uh, Miss Rambeau, uh, does know a way or two to how to defuse the situation, uh, with her own fisticuffs, shall it be? Yeah. And it shall be done. And, and, it, and it was. She beat and it was done. Up. She beat them too badly, and then got her purse back, but now what happened is, Peter Parker seeing this saying, oh no, damsel in distress. He didn't look <laughs> to see if she was winning or losing. He switched in to be Spider-Man, Spider-Man, do whatever a Spider-Man can. Look at that yam. <laughs> he, he yeah, the yeah, yam hunter. Sp- the amazing, Spider-Man, the amazing yam hunter. More than meets the eyes. <laughs> yam hunter. Yeah, he wanted to transport all yams. So he turned around jumped in the alley monica knew someone was behind her but didn't look to see who it was so all she did was put her hand up behind her like stop and let out an energy blast and hit peter right in the face my eyes yeah well that's what happens when you follow a woman that doesn't want to be followed peter what did you learn learn? you're gonna learn today what my eyes can't see (laughs) can't see the yam but he saw the light saw the light d Right. Sorry. So, <laughs> saw that first thing she does is like, okay, this is getting out of hand. I got to learn to control my powers. I knocked these two guys out. I, I, shoot, I shot Spider Man. Didn't mean to. I didn't realize I was shooting at Spider Man. So, right there in the, in, in the alley, she changes into her costume. Like, no, not change, physically change. All she has to do is kind of imagine it in her old outer clothes, shred it. Her costume is underneath, flips on her mask, boom, takes off to New York. Then she looks for the Fantastic Four, gets to the Baxter building. None of them are there except for the thing. Mm-hmm. Talks to him and says, Well, Reed's not here. Let me give him a call. Goes to call Reed Richards, who is supposed right. to be over at Avengers Mansion. She's like, I don't have time for Reed to get here. This is a matter of life and death. I need to get there right now. And she jumps into the receiver, electronic form. Like, you hold up a phone, she jumped yeah. into the receiver, turned into light. Energy jumps she, into the receiver, travels the airwaves because they direct her straight to where Reed is, and she pops out it. in Avengers Mansion. Telephone call for Mr. Reed. Telephone call for Mr. Reed. I'm playing Ghost Dad. <laughs> He's like Ghost Dad coming out. <laughs> well, that's exactly my, what it is. My, mine's a choke. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she did. So she jumps out. Um, you know, she jumps out of of the 
phone. the phone, the receiver, what do you want to talk to, whatever it was. You know, they got equipment with weird names on it. Um, poor Iron Man's plugged in. They're charging himself. She overcharges his armor and causes it to shut down. So Iron Man just dropped like a ton of bricks. Tink! You know? But My he's bad. locked inside of his armor. So Tony Stark can still talk. It's just that he can't move. <laughs> I fuss up here, boy. I, I freeze up. I freeze up, boy. I can't get out. We're wrong here. Jarvis. Jarvis. <laughs> help me here, boy. Help me. You know when you use a computer and it, it's like Windows and it just starts loading, loading, and the little <laughs> circle starts spinning? That's all Tony's totally problem seeing inside of his armor. It was spinning and it's like loading, booting, 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 shut down, restart. Shut down, restart. We are updating your software. We will shut yeah. down and restart over several times. This may take a couple of minutes to a couple of hours. So Jarvis. She, exactly. And you know, she so Tony's talk so she explains, like, first of all, she apologized. Then she explained what hap- what happened to her and what why she's there. Tony decides, hey, you know what? The best thing for you to do is go uh, into this particular room. It's all like admantium. And maybe some vibranium. This will at least contain the blast. You know, if you have to let go of the energy, everyone will be safe until Reed or myself can get here. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So she's calmly walking in, you know, um, into the into the room, turns a corner, and oh, at, at, during all this, Spider Man shows up at the Fantastic Four. So wait a minute, I don't think they were New Orleans. Spider, I think you know she came from no, New not- Orleans by bus. And she was in New York. That was my mistake. So she came from New Orleans by bus, snatching the purse and was in New York. My apologies. So then Peter Parker, you know, um, saw her flying over to uh, the, the Baxter building. So he gets there, sees the thing. The thing's like, oh, yeah, she was here and she just left. He goes, okay, gotta go. He didn't wait to hear what the thing was saying, saying she's not a villain. Peter was just done. You know, uh, Gun ho, Peter does it again. Wanted to see them yams. So Peter now gets yeah, over to the Avengers Mansion because that's where, you know, things that she she kind of seemed to disappear to. At this point, when Monica is casually strolling around the corner to walk herself into this room to lock herself to save the city of New York so she doesn't blow up, Spider-Man gets there as a reserve Avenger is able to get into Avengers Mansion and sees Monica at the front door. And the first thing he says before talking to her, like every superhero when they meet another superhero... Let them fight. Oh, foolish mortal. Yep. He hits her with the webs from top to bottom. Then he grabs her and then he slaps her. Foolish mortal. She's trying to tell Peter that she's not a villain. He thinks he's got to put her down as quick as possible. When he slapped her, first of all, you don't slap a sister. (laughs) Peter, you, you don't slap a woman. Peter, a woman scorned, Peter. A woman scorned. So when he slaps her, Iron Man finally got his armor working. He comes around the corner with the wasp, and the two of them are like, Doofus, what are you doing? <laughs> well, huh? She was a villain, right? No! It was a misunderstanding. Her powers are about to erupt. She's about to blow up and take New York with it. Da, 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 Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ralphie boy. <laughs> oh, Ralphie boy. <laughs> I didn't know what was about to go on there, Ralphie boy. Uh, I thought I was putting down a villain. I didn't know she was a hero. I had no idea about her power level. I think I've done too much there. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. Time to go. <laughs> Let's go out of here. Let's go. Got it. Oh, Peter, do this. Trigger happy. You see, 
It's I, Peter. There's it's Peter. I can talk about, what but I can't say? talk about on this show because it's more adult themes. So Peter. let's just say, Peter, you need to calm down. <laughs> you should have taken a break, Peter. You should have taken <laughs> some me time, Peter. You know? <laughs> a couple of minutes on the internet. Anyways, Peter. So Iron Man, all of them start chastising her. Her power levels start going up. And the only mm-hmm. thing to do is dispense that energy in the air because she still has that negative energy from that other dimension. So Iron Man really quickly says, hey, Kate, the only way to do it is funnel it through my armor. I'm going to pull oh. point my repulsor rays up in the sky oh. and just mm-hmm. let it go up and dis- dissipate. And dissipate, yep. Yeah, so they hooked up some wires to her, up to Iron Man's armor because his armor back in the old days had these two nipple outlets, which is weird, but hey, whatever. It was part of his chest plate. Hooked up that way. And then Spider-Man reinforced it with his webbing. Boom! She lets go of the energy. Energy goes up in the air. And everyone is safe. Everyone is happy. Peter apologizes. All is good. She's like, I just want to understand and get someone to train me with my powers. Tony makes her an offer saying, hey, why don't you stay with the Avengers? Let us help you. The big thing was, after giving up all that energy, she didn't lose any of her power levels. She was able to control the positive energy. It was just that negative energy she had to get rid of. And you think that she would have gotten weaker? No. <laughs> not, at all. Not, at all. not at all. She was still there. That, that's, that's pretty much, in a nutshell, the origin, comic book version, of Monica Rambeau. And you know, mm-hmm. she went with different names all the time. So she took on the name Captain Marvel. Um, she knew there was another Captain Marvel. She talked to um, the thing, and he's like, well, I don't think the original Captain Marvel have an issue because at this point, he's passed away from cancer, right? There was a whole uh, graphic novel called The Death of Captain Marvel, which was amazing. It was a nice graphic novel, well done, dealing with the dying of a hero. Not one punch was thrown in this book. It was really a deep dive the first time Marvel did this something on that magnitude you know he's in a hospital bed mm-hmm. he's dying and there's no cure there's no last minute saving him uh right you know overexposure of radiation and what's happening so the, so she says i'm going to take up that name the thing gave his blessing later on you find out that uh captain marvel you know as marvell he had a son so she approached his son and said hey do you mind if i use the name he's like no problem go right ahead later on you know uh within the comic book you know, history. He wants to start using the name Captain Marvel or Marvel to honor his dad. So she's like, no problem. You take the name. I'm going to take a different name. And she went by the name of Photon. Cool. You know, now she's gone by multiple different names. <laughs> Got to keep track. Hard to keep track. Hard to keep track. But yeah, 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 yeah. She's gone by a couple of names. Yeah. So uh-huh. she started off as Captain Marvel. Then mm-hmm. she named her name to Photon. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to that in a second. Um, and then when, yeah, when that Captain Marvel wanted to change his name, he started calling himself Photon. And so she had to go and have a talk with him because he was working with the Thunder, the Thunderbolts. Right. And she's like, wait a minute, you were Captain Marvel. Now you're going by Photon. We can't have two Photons. So, you know, he's like, fine, you stick with the name. I'm going to go with the I'll name change uh, it. Pulsar. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she also went by uh, uh, Daystar. She went by Spectre. You know, so I think she, she ended up with currently. And then with Spectrum. So she, right now, she currently goes by Spectrum. But she went through a lot of, of different names throughout that whole... Different name changes, yep. Yep, 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 absolutely. Rendition. Rendition. And her powers, I mean, you know, we'll talk about her powers and we'll talk about the MCU a little bit. So, you know, her powers are energy, absorption, generation, and manipulation. 
meaning they wanted to test how fast she was. And in one of the Avengers books, they turned around. She was able to go around the world in like 2.3 seconds. And the way she did it was she flew up to a satellite in her energy form, went to another satellite, bounced off another satellite and bounced off another satellite and got around the world in 2.3 seconds. Didn't cause no damage to the satellites. So, you know, she's got different, mm-hmm. you know, levels of energy control over the spectrum, electromagnet spectrum. Um, and she's traveling at light speed, pretty much. She can travel through the vacuum of space in that energy form. She's, she is a power level that the MCU is not prepared for. That's, that's a very, that's the truth of it. Yes. I mean, cause she does, like you said, there's also gamma rays, x-ray, ultraviolet, infrared, micro, now this kind of going into this microwave, radio wave. <laughs> so basically anything that is transmitting type of frequencies, ray lights, she's in that spectrum. So definitely she has the ability to, uh, alter, you know, to convert and change her, her particular form when needed, suited for whatever type of task. But that ability is a very, you is a very good, good power level. It's not power level, but a very good power to have. Cause if you need one particular type of power source yeah. or something to transmit or anything in that regard, she's literally like a walking, um, she's literally like a walking battery. Yeah. Exactly pretty what much, it is. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. You know, and what is nice is that, and this is what I like is that even though she was a new character that was created, a new hero that was created, I like the fact that they gave her an existing, Nemesis. So her, one of her nemesis was known as Moonstone, which is uh, Carla Soffin. And she's been existing mm-hmm. around for years, and she was mostly dealing with the Hulk. At one point, she showed up in the Hulk, she showed up in other books. And now that, you know, she's um, an existing supervillain, she never really had her own, per se, counterpart. So giving, you know, Monica her as her counterpart was, hey, here's an existing villain that doesn't have a constant hero to fight. Right. Let's make that rivalry and let's go. We didn't have to make someone brand new, you know, for Monica. Let's use someone that's already established. They didn't have enough light, on, you know, <laughs> no pun intended, enough light on them and, 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 and bring them together and see how we can write that. Smart. I like that. Uh, that I was very, uh, you know, happy about. And she's had a lot of adventures, of course, with the Avengers. Then she officially joins the Avengers. At one point, she even led the Avengers. To so show you how how they relied on her, how they respected her, you know, uh, in and out the costume. And another part that I liked is she revealed her powers to her parents. Her parents did not have a negative reaction about it. They were happy for her. They supported her. It was like, our daughter is a superhero on the Avengers. This is amazing. You know, usually you always get the, I can't believe this, or you have to have a choice between family. No, no. Family was 100% supportive. The whole way and i think that speaks for the culture you know and this is why I want, we wanted to talk about this character near the end of um black history month which first of all it shouldn't be just a month to represent black history it should be year long let's just put that all in there and i'll say that mm-hmm. this character came from a loving household embraced for who mm-hmm. she is she was embraced as a police officer and she now she's embraced as the avengers she's part of a respected team her parents know the line of work she's in is dangerous but it's respected. You know, she's doing something respectable. And that says yeah. a lot to that family right there, you know. Right. And she's had some good adventures with Doctor Strange and Scarlet and even battled Dracula, the, you know, in the MC, in the Marvel uh, universe. Not in the MCU, in the Marvel comics I'm talking about. 
So right. between, you know, her leading the Avengers, you know, uh, doing her solo stuff, uh, her, her, her enemies, I think, I feel, not I think, this character has to have a bigger role coming up. We know there is the uh, second Captain Marvel movie that's coming out with Brie Larson. It's going to be called Marvel's. Uh, Marvels, so it's going to have Monica Rambeau um, in it, of course. Marvels, yeah. And uh, and they're bringing in the other Miss Marvel, that that girl who's going to have her Disney Plus series. I'm sure she's going to have a crossover in that at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's 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 her in a nutshell, comic book story. So definitely, you know what? You're you're absolutely right. She's uh, she's she's hopefully we you know with the movie is going to be a a good foundation for her to to. Projector into some more, more action, more get some more screen time and everything like that on in the MCU. Right. Uh, as a note, as a note, when she you know joined the Avengers, she was the very first because it's Black History. She's the first. She was the first African heroine to join the Af- the, the Avengers in that time. So that's another beautiful standpoint that you know Marvel did put in and making you know we're having a, a, another fe- a female character joining a team. Well, made her, you know, made it being the very first, you know, African American one, heroine, and that was that was a beautiful thumbs up, perfect, you know, very good, and it's great, you know, make mention that, you know, for this month as well for Black History Month, absolutely, uh, and definitely, as you said about her family being very supportive, understanding that she she was originally a police officer, so they already knew. Again, it wasn't like she had these powers, had the powers, and then you know didn't know would she be responsible enough how to. Would that change her character and who she is? Because she was a police officer prior, they knew the type of danger that she she was in, and that she was also giving back to the community. Basically, that's what you were saying. That she's giving back to the community. Now, our daughter is a heroine. She's a superhero, giving back and using her powers to the best of her ability to help good and everything like that. Very proud of her in that regard. So that was a beautiful uh, tribute that Marvel was able to project that we able to see it that even years later we can still see this and realize that when we read read these you know read the the, the, the comics read the transcripts we can see and realize this is what we're pulling back from it so yeah. definitely it's a great thing there absolutely and i mean you know what i was saying before about moonstone let's just take a little detour here so mm. moonstone right was uh you know carla soffin her first appearance was in captain america issue 192 back in december of 1975 so her mm. nemesis was created almost like 10 years prior to her right uh, and you know and then she so captain america and then she so that was as Car- carla but her first appearance as moonstone was an in incredible hulk issued over 228 in october 1978 um you know and then she changed her name as meteorite you know incredible hulk 449 but th- th- i'm going back to her first appearances so you know 1975 1978 monica comes around um you know, uh, her first appearance being in 1982. So sorry, I said 10 years. It's less than that. But this is it. That villainess was created and she fought Captain America. Okay, didn't really mm-hmm. stick overall. She came up in Captain in the Hulk. Okay, fine. She changed her name. Okay, fine. She, she's done different roles. But mm-hmm. now you finally got the hero that can fight the villain. And I think, you know, this is what I like because not every hero needs to fight a brand new villain. If you have a new hero, right. go through the old school rogues gallery and revamp it. Right. Definitely. one. Don't don't change their their basic motivation or their core values. Just you know, there's nothing wrong with revamping by giving it a little bit of the character, a little bit of a different look. Um, maybe uh, update their motivation. 
and put them back in and see how they, they intertwine. You know, it's like see? with Blade. Blade in the comic books, if you look at him, he looked he looked goofy, you know. Yeah, he had a cool origin, but you know how they drew him and how he how they drew him to dress and all that, he wasn't you have to have that aesthetic appeal to him. And he really didn't do that for me. I was like, okay, it's cool. I got more into it when he when Wesley Snipes turned around, the godfather of Marvel. Uh, Wesley Snipes turned around <laughs> and right and and updated his look. Uh, Wesley Snipes and his team updated the look with the you know the shaved head, the tattoos, the trench coat, the sword in the back of the trench coat. That look, the, the origin story was pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. If, you look, if you read it and you and you watch it, you know how they explain it in it, the first Blade movie. But the look of Blade, okay, all right, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So Moonstone, you know, they took an existing character, brought her back to be her nemesis, and I think they should intertwine a lot more. But that's my point. Sorry, go on, Ross. So you're talking about now the no. MCU part there. Yeah, so, well, the MCU part of it, I mean, the nice aspect of it that, you know, we can see her, like we were saying earlier, that she, her origin is slightly different. It's been slightly just changed for the MCU version. You know what? That's okay, because trying to think of someone who's going to create some type of machines, that's going to be you know, an energy pulse ray type of scenario, the device, like, okay, you know what? It was a beautiful intertwine with WandaVision because now we're starting to see all the the ripple side effects of Wanda's um, uh, chaotic magic and seeing how it's affecting people and stuff like that. So realizing now that although she wasn't the first person to be affected by her magic, she was the first one to actually... Um, like say, be able to retain that that chaotic magic inside of her and change yes. her and, and manipulate something into her without giving her some power that we start to see at towards the end. So we're like, okay, pinning that, we'll come back to that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But what I liked was, so if you watch, remember the first Captain? I know you watched it. If you watch, if you remember the first Captain Marvel movie with Carol Denvers, right? Yes. Carol Denvers was saying, okay, well, she's a pilot. You know, her best friend was uh, her co-pilot. They worked together all the time on missions and they had call right. signs, right? Yes. And, and Carol Denver's call sign. I can't remember what it is right now in the, in the MCU. You have to Google it, but it was, I the, it was the, it was the Avenger. That that's where Nick's Fury saw it. And I saying, you know what, when he was talking the, yes. the initiative and he changed the Avenger initiative. Yes, that's right. So, so. that was hers. But then her, uh, Monica's mom. Okay. Was a pilot and her call sign was photon. Photon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have Monica, you know, cast uh, by and and please forgive me if I mess up the pronunciation or name there. You know, uh, it's Taino, Taino, Taina. Oh my god! I say I say it's Tiana, 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 Thank you. I apologize. Tiana, Tiana Paris. Right, she was in Mad Men. She's done other projects. So when she was cast in this role, I was very happy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see it. She's got it. She's, she's got the, the look, the smile, even down to the hip. I'm like, because oh. you know, um, you know, Monica Rambeau, she's got this nice, the hair is important in the culture. Hair is important in the culture. She's yeah. got that nice hair. Listen, let me even put that as a pen right there. We'll just go back to that. So when you go back into the comics and you start reading about, when you start reading and seeing the images of Monica in her different, whenever she changes, You'll see her with a fro. You'll see her in cornrows and stuff like that. And yes. I took that as like, wow, 
they actually took the time to try to to basically make this character as realistic that they knew that if someone's reading this who's has their appearance just like that i now see myself in there so you're seeing young girls with cornhole roles here seeing girls with afro and basically giving that image that you can actually say they can better relate to that to me again tops off to marvel tops yeah, off to marvel yeah. did very good very it was good authentic that. representation mm-hmm. with you know that character very and she did a great job um so for, and I like the little, you know, Easter eggs they're putting around the crumbs, especially one division had a lot of Easter eggs. Oh, you know, so I got full on crumbs, right? I got full on crumbs, full out, full on shake crumbs. the sheets, shake the sheets. It's crumbs flying everywhere. My belly got full of crumbs, boy. My what? belly got full of crumbs. Man. Good, good eats, good eats. It was good eats. It was good eats. Good eats, oh, good eats. man. Let me tell good you. Eats. So her mom having a call sign of uh, photon, we can see mm-hmm. that. All right. She can go by that name. Mm-hmm. Right, we can see her going by Captain Marvel maybe at one point if someone says that to her because she's in uh, a part of Shield, so she would have that rank. You know, taking on the mom's name, even if they skip that part and she goes by Photon, that there in the MCU is going to be a representation and her paying respects to her mom in the MCU version of right. her origin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're good. We don't have to go. Like, I'm good with staying with Photon. I, you know, she'd be Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. She'd be Photon, Photon. At least if they say Photon, I know where the name came from. I know why she's going to have the name. I know how she was taking care of her mom. And then the snap happened. And then, you know, snap got reversed five years later and everyone popped back in. So I, I, I liked her introduction and storyline within WandaVision. I liked the development of her powers. And it left you wanting more. I like that she realized that she's talking to a scroll, and it's like, well, where's Nick Fury really? Well, he's <laughs> she, they're pointing up, and it's like, right. okay. So I want to see all these characters wrapped together in the second movie. My only thing is, I don't want to see all of them in the second movie. Hear me out, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I'd rather have them all in the second movie than none at all, no one at all. But introduce bringing back Carol Denvers. I think she should have her own solo movie. Monica Rambo should have her own solo project, right? If you were to put Carol Denvers as a another Captain Marvel two, I know fans complain because for some reason they got all whoa about a woman being the lead, and I'm like, come on, man, grow grow up. Uh, so then they kind of changed the plans of what the second movie should have been or could have been. I, I have no problem with Monica Rambo showing up in there and being in the movie, but I want to see her have her have own. Her own. Have her own. Give her, uh, you, you brought her this far. Let's go. And I mean, okay, I, you might not give her a movie, okay, but give her a series. Once again, yeah. like I said before in other shows, give her a limited Disney Plus series. Let her develop that character, her powers, her on-screen persona, and, and let her put her input into that character, too. There's enough source material that they can do it. We know they're going to be a little bit different than the source material. And, you know, with the actress herself playing her, you know, we'll say Miss Paris, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I, I, she's got it. She's got it. Easily. Easily. She, got she, it. Listen, we, we, we've, we've kind of went through what we went through with the origin for Monica. You hear that she's strong will. She's, you know, very dedicated. She's good at her work. She's like she's basically because she has her police training. She has that type of detective skill type of mindset. And you can see in WandaVision, she was pulling out those type of traits, those type of characteristics, being, you know, 
trying to get to the bottom of the story, what's going on, and trying to be a detective on it. Like, why is this happening? Let's, you know, she her whole her whole approach was yes, she was an agent in, in that regard. So you could definitely say the training from that was was stew from there. But Miss Paris was able to portray that and show us that listen, um, we're we're getting a, a no a no bar no you know, like no like take no bull type person. Um, yeah. It, with 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 this uh, with her portraying through this character, she's gonna she's gonna knock this character out the park. So Absolutely. I agree. I agree that if anything with this upcoming upcoming movie, I don't think I, I don't believe it's going to be uh, a Captain Marvel two movie. I'm just thinking it that it's called the Marvels. I think it's going to be some kind of hub. So basically, it gives you yep. the base. Then, then the one after that, that's when you're going to see Captain Marvel 2. You're going to see Photon 1. You're going to see Miss right. Marvel 1 kind of thing. I just branch off of it. But let's bring them together for a quick second. Get a story, you know, showing like, you're Marvel. You're Marvel. Oh, you're Marvel? Oh, okay. Marvel's Unite. <laughs> go, go, catch it. And go out and do what you got to do. Yeah. And I think they all have like different things. Like, I mean, you know, Carol Denvers is like, you know, she was on Earth as a pilot. Now she's in outer space and she's patrolling out there and helping out the scrolls. Right. And that can lead into a secret invasion within the MCU that they're working on, right? Um, yes. You know, Miss Marvel, okay, we know she's, you know, a teenage girl. She's <laughs> within the city. Right. She's doing her thing. She's going to be a New right? York thing, right? Yeah, okay. But, but Monica Rambeau, she, she's part I mean, of Sword. Shield. Sorry, Sword. She's part of Sword, which is a division of Shield. Okay, so she's supposed to deal with extraterrestrials and defending the Earth. She's in a prime position, and she was in a rank enough to to have privy to certain information. Depending on if, if she's going to work with uh, Jimmy Woo and the rest of them, uh, okay, it's it's already there. I mean, if you got her, Jimmy, and um, and Cat's character, the other uh, the one from Thor, right? You put those okay, two, yeah, you put those mm-hmm. two together to work on stuff. Oh, that's a series in itself, man. That's her with her. That's Monica Rambo with her two sidekicks to help her out, right? Because yeah. she's got yeah. sword. Jimmy's got, you know, uh, you know, like the FBI and all that. And then mm-hmm. she's got the scientists that can help her, you know, modify her powers and, and, and say, okay, this is what you should do in a certain situation. That there writes itself. Okay, let, let's, let's go. Let, let's go. Yeah. Find the scrolls that are on Earth. That yep. could be a whole yep. pre-secret invasion kind of thing because really she knows scrolls are on Earth. And, but she knows there's good and she knows there's bad. And now knowing that, that Nick Fury, that there is a scroll because he revealed himself to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. knows okay you're one of the good guys but in your race just like there's good with everybody there's bad with everybody are there bad ones already here let's see if we can start hunting them out filter, uh, filtering filter them out, out yeah. and work with this whole secret invasion thing so i don't want her to get lost in the background she's a character that's got too much of a rich history mm-hmm. not be explored no definitely definitely Monica Rambo, Captain, no. Captain marvel photon whatever you i think that's it. yeah that's that's about yeah I, I can't see nothing more than that uh, hopefully this is what uh, Disney is setting up. This is hopefully what Marvel is setting up for us to, to see. Uh, I hope that they're planting, they're continuing to plant the right seeds because they've been planting some good seeds. Like we say, they're planting crumbs and we're getting well fed off the crumbs. So yep. they're doing good. They're doing good. So keep doing it. Let's now see how you're going to tie this one together before we jump off to the next level because it'd be perfect if they can just work that out. And if you yep. said, like you said, if anything, for a free secret invasion type of movie type yeah. slash show, yes, a Disney Plus one would be good that you can get do the same thing you did with uh, Hawkeye. Give it a six or eight. Uh, yeah. Same thing like we said before, but Wonder with Vision. Give it the eight. Give you know, it's enough that you can get her deep into a story. 
enough to build her character and get us very familiarized. So when you do decide to pop her up to right, a right. big screen show, we're like, yeah, we know about her already. Let's go. She's in. <laughs> now you know everybody start play, placing out their bets. Is she going to be in her white and black outfit, or is she right. going to be in this other outfit? Ooh, uh, that's what that's what that's exactly. going to be at that point. It's going to come to the point like saying, "All right, how many how many are going on the white and black? How about yep. the, how about right exactly?" And, and, and that's and that will be. I will put it out here right now. And if they use it, they got to call us and hire us to, <laughs> to do this. Right. So here it goes Disney Plus. All right. If you turn around and take Monica Tambo, you make Miss Paris. You know, uh, Monica Rambo, and you figure all the co- and you give her another Disney Plus thing. Okay, we good, we good. You listen to me, pay attention. It could be called Photon Agent of Sword. Photon Agent of Sword. That can work very well. Because that can work very well. the only time we've had an introduction to Sword was during was the WandaVision. Correct. Episodes. And her, and she was and she would have been, and her mother again. How was the scenario? Her mother was. Uh, was leading sword that yep. means monica was still in line again her clearance wasn't as high but she has still have access like you said earlier so she's on the path to be part of sword well she, that, she's that was, hired that, she's hired remember the only reason that she didn't get the position when her mom passed away is that other guy she wasn't there and that other guy took right. over exactly right got arrested at the end or, or killed exactly so this so, is right monica rambo agent of sword photon okay. agent of sword agent of sword Miss Marvel, Agent of Sword. Yeah, it, 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 the name, uh, okay. It speaks that, speaks that, for itself. Yeah, it's like Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. Uh, uh, Done. Right? Put it, Done. Give her the resources of Sword, help her, you know, and, and keep in mind, in the Marvel Universe, there's more than one alien race. So even if they don't want to do anything with the Skrulls, there's other alien races that are good and are bad that as an Agent of Sword, she would have to go and take care of. It'd almost be a kind of a a men in black ish kind of thing without mm-hmm. it being so comic. Right? right? No, completely. Completely. There's, 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 if you go to the Marvel Universe book, um, you know, and there's multiple races that have come to Earth over time that mm-hmm. have tried to take over, set up footholds or strongholds, you know, mm-hmm. outposts to secretly bring down Earth. That, that's her job. Let her find those and, and deal with that. As an agent of sword, it is her job. With her powers, it makes her, you know, the first like, superhero agent of sword, right. right? And there's other people they can bring in from uh, a, a sword and other popular characters, but how the MCU is going, she's already there. Yeah. So, sounds good. That's my two cents. Oh, that's a good two cents. Very good. Uh, good. Thank you for putting on paying the bill with your two cents. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, usually we cast it to say who plays, who should play the role, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't try to fix it. Mm-mm. Do it. So we're going to leave it as is. We are happy with who's playing it. Congratulations. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> to you is Miss Paris is you need to talk to your agent. You need to talk to your manager. You need to have them go back to Disney Plus and you need to have put, tell them to, you know, come on now. I got this character. Don't let me sit on the sidelines. Don't, after all this, don't let me sit on the sidelines. It's Black Excellence. This is the month. We're wrapping it up. Don't sit on the sidelines. Get them to get you in there with a proper storyline. Sit down and, you know, we all know Marvel is very profitable. If you could turn around and take parlay this into um, 
you know, you becoming a producer on the series or being an executive producer, more work. But at the end of the day, the payoff will mean more money in your pocket. Be the businesswoman. Do what you got to do. <laughs> that's my advice. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. Nobody. Do you don't got to listen to me. But that's my <laughs> advice. You know, don't don't wait for them to make your lane. You make the lane and then drive make in the lane. lane and then show up mm-hmm. in that lane, driving a Bentley and walking out there looking stylish. Do you. <laughs> Do you, do you, do you, do you, excellence that you are, and thank you. So that's my message to uh, Miss Paris. Go, go and get your girl. Go and get yours. Go and get it. Go and get it. You know, I say that with the utmost respect and and admiration about that. So that's the honest truth right there. Don't let them sleep on you. You go and wake them up. (sighs) That was good. Yeah, yeah, Monica Rambo. Remember, that was good. That's all Remember. to say, Miss Paris. Monica Rambo, uh, Photon Agent of Sword. Yeah, do it. Talk to your manager. I think, I think it speaks for itself, everybody. I think That's it speaks right. for itself. That's Let's right. go. <laughs> On that note, this is mm. Barry Three D from the Iconist mm. Podcast. On my side, as usual, DJ Rod C. Yellow. This has been another fun-filled episode we love talking about. We got a lot more. We have some guests coming up in the following month um, during our month of March. We have a lot of guests yeah. and we're looking forward to it. Some great topics to talk about. Please yeah. add the comments below. Like, subscribe, share. Don't be a stranger. Let's get those views uh, up and let's, and let's get the, you know, the notifications up on our, uh, sorry, the subscriptions up on our YouTube channel. And please keep you know, downloading wherever you can download podcasts from and listen and let us know. We're always looking for the comments. This whole world was started by a pencil, a piece of paper, and imagination. Keep on dreaming. We're out. Let's do it. Photon for life. Photon for life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Photon for life. <laughs>